Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In Nicomachean Book 6, Aristotle discusses the intellectual virtues and names of five of them. One of them is prudence, and towards the end of that book, Aristotle is going to discuss for us several other qualities of mind that he considers to be good in helping us to find practical or theoretical truth. And one of these is what we call in English, excellence in deliberation. The Greek word for that is albulia, which literally just means deliberating well or well deliberation. And why is this so important? Well, deliberation, bulesis or bullium or bullying, is playing a major role as we've seen in prudence and also in phronesis or deliberate or moral choice, which Aristotle actually defines at one point as deliberative desire. So being able to deliberate well, you can see how that quality would really substantively aid moral decision-making, reasoning, orienting us towards the good, all these sorts of things that, that are important in ethics. He starts out by, as he often does, asking, well, could it be this thing or this thing or this thing? And he proposes three candidates three types of things that deliberating well could be. One of them is knowledge or scientific knowledge, episteme. Another one is opinion or doxa. And the third one is what we call skill and conjecture. That's sort of a rough translation, eustochia, or as he's going to closely connect it with another thing that's that's related to it, akinoia, meaning the ability to sort of intuitively or immediately grasp the middle term that's required in figuring things out. Aristotle's going to say that excellence in deliberation is not any of these, and he's going to provide us with some reasons for that. One, when it comes to knowledge or episteme, there's a couple things right off the bat. We don't actually deliberate about things that we already know, because then we wouldn't need to deliberate about them. So it can't actually be knowledge. Another problem is that knowledge, strictly speaking, can't be false. You don't have false knowledge. You just have thinking that you know something when you, when you actually don't. Whereas we can deliberate badly. We can arrive at the wrong conclusion in deliberation, and we can also arrive at the, the right conclusion. So that's not going to be, you know, a very good candidate. What about a opinion? Opinion could be right or could be wrong. It seems as if perhaps opinion could be the same thing as deliberating well. You just have the right opinions, and you throw them out there, and now you're done with your process of reasoning. And Aristotle says, well, no, that's part of the problem. Opinion sort of has things settled for it already. It's not still seeking it's got some belief in place. could be a wrong belief, but it's a belief nonetheless. So opinion itself is not going to be excellence in deliberation. What about this skill and conjecture? That's probably a better candidate, isn't it? Because there it seems like what we're talking about is a process of figuring things out. Well, it has to do with the immediacy or the mediateness, you might say, of this that helps to see that it's not skill and conjecture. He says, skill and conjecture operates without conscious calculation, without using logos, 
and rapidly, whereas deliberating tends to take a long time. He says there's a saying that execution should be swift, but deliberation slow. He says it's also not the same thing as skill in conjecture. So if it's not those things, what could it be? Aristotle, in fact, tells us quite a bit about it. He says that it does involve investigating, right? Seeking something out, quite literally. Zetesis. And reasoning. He uses the word for to reason things out. Or, you know, also it's been translated as to calculate. Logizasai. To use logos, to use reason to try to, you know, differentiate things, to figure out the means required for ends, to weigh those means against each other, look for any other sort of outcomes that might happen because of that. So deliberation involves these things. What else? He says it also, if it's going to be excellence in deliberation, involves some sort of correctness. Orthotes is, is the Greek for that, in thinking. So what would this consist in? Aristotle points out several ways in which thinking can go off the rails, and if it's not doing that, this is the impression that he gives us, then it's going to be excellence in deliberation. So he's specifying for us conditions under which this sort of deliberative, puzzling things out, which is really practical reasoning, fails or works poorly, and saying if it doesn't do those things, then it's actually on track. So what are the ways in which things can go wrong? Well, does it arrive at something that's genuinely good? Aristotle points out a very interesting problem here. He says that a man of deficient self-restraint, that is the Socratic person, or a bad person, may as a result of calculation arrive at the object he proposes as the right thing to do. So it's quite possible to arrive at some sort of conclusion where your reasoning is considered on, on its face valid or strong. You didn't make any dumb mistakes along the way. But as we, you know, the, the old saying goes in computer programming, garbage in, garbage out. If you begin with wrong premises, then you're going to end up with who knows where. I mean, you could end up at a good conclusion, but quite often you're not going to. And why does it matter if a person is lacking self-control or is a genuinely bad person? Well, in the case of the person lacking self-control, it's actually the passions that are deciding things for them or a deficient line of reasoning that they don't quite grasp. In the case of the bad person, they actually are beginning from the wrong starting points because they think some things are good that aren't actually good. So the vicious person believes that what they're doing is reasonable, is good, is steering them towards something. And if they are deliberating well, it's not still yet excellence in deliberation because it's getting them to the wrong place ultimately. In order for it to be good deliberation, it has to get them to the right place. So... What else could go into this? If the premises could be a problem, we could also have the process of inference itself being a problem. And he says that it can't involve bad or false processes of reasoning. He actually frames this in terms of picking the wrong middle term. Why does he talk in terms of the middle term? Because when we're using a syllogism, and this is one of the ways in which Aristotle thinks about reasoning taking place, there's a middle term that connects together the various propositions of the syllogism and allows 
allows the inference to take place. So if you pick the wrong middle term, then you're going to wind up with, with bad reasoning. And he says that you can, in fact, start with good premises and arrive at the wrong conclusion. He says, it's also possible to arrive at a good conclusion by a false process of reasoning. One may arrive at what is the right thing to do, but not arrive at it on the right grounds by means of the wrong middle term. Why isn't that, though, excellence in deliberation? Because it's not just about winding up in the right place, having the right conclusion. It's about the way in which you get there that determines whether it's, in fact, good deliberation or practical reasoning. Why is it important? Well, if you think about it, if you happen to get things right in this case, even though your reasoning is bad, what happens when you apply that bad reasoning in other cases? Because you're going to. You're probably going to screw things up. And so we, we don't have a global trait there. He also talks about the right amount of time as being something important. He had mentioned before that uh, goodness or excellence in deliberation is different than skill in conjecture, which is much more immediate in its inferences that it carries out. He said, well, it's a good thing to take a long time. But you don't want to take forever in carrying out deliberation. He talks in terms of not only having the right grounds, which is important, but doing it within the right amount of time. Not taking too long to deliberate, being able to actually arrive at a conclusion. Some people get caught up in the investigation and they never actually get to the reasoning. Or they carry out the reasoning and then they keep on adding in all sorts of new steps that requires them to revise their reasoning at every point. If you're doing that, you may as well just make a decision not to do anything or just to keep the status quo because that is, in effect, what is going to happen. That's not, in fact, excellence in deliberation. So you see the criteria here that are required for it. We could think of this as not only excellence in deliberation, but excellence in practical reasoning that is required to get us to our goods. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.